0: Thanks for joining us. We're going to forego our normal podcast open so we can get right into what you need to know regarding Gromark's plan surrounding the coronavirus pandemic. Ann Kafer, VP of Human Resources for Gromark, is here to talk more about that and answer some of the questions that you have regarding this situation. And Ann, you know, we normally don't timestamp these podcasts, <laughs> but things are changing so quickly. We really want to preface this by saying this is, as of Friday, March 13th, the latest information that we know right now.
1: That's correct. So thank you for having me, Chris.
0: Yeah, so with that... Tell us, what is going to be changing for those that work in the home office here?
1: Right. For home office employees, we are taking uh, effectively two additional steps that we think is the responsible thing to do at this time. And all employees have been emailed this information. But to hit the highlights, we are canceling not all non-essential business travel through the month of April. So through the end of April, starting Monday. Um, And really, we're not going to define essential. Uh, The business units need to do that directly. So, you know, work with your supervisors up through your vice president to do that. But some of the things that we're considering non-essential are conferences and trade shows. Training events will be suspended and and should be for, for those that take place out of the office. Things like introductory meetings, receptions, dinners, those kinds of civic events that you're representing Gromark at, and then tours. So no non-essential travel and trying to do everything we can virtually, and that includes meetings here within the building or meetings that you have with people that would have come in the building. We would like you to do everything that you can virtually for this next period of time, and then we'll reevaluate. The other pretty big thing is that we we do think it's very reasonable right now to instill some social distancing, um, as well as really check all of our ability to work from home. We did a survey of the home office workforce and found out that 98% of our home office folks are equipped to work from home. But that said it doesn't mean that we've all really tried it you know that we've taken not only taken our laptops home but we've tried to access all of the systems that we need to do and do the processes that we need to do from home so starting monday march 16th we're going to be doing um, half of our workforce from home on monday and wednesday the other half on tuesday and thursday that's just for next week right now that could change but uh, we'll, we'll have your business continuity uh, leaders determining who those people are on which days. And so there's going to be a little, little probably frustration here today around that and getting that all worked through. But we really think it's wise to test what we mean when we say that we We fully can work from home. And then the business continuity team and IT are working with those who can't work from home to make sure that they're still able to function, if, in fact, we would not have access to this building in the future. We don't know that that's the case, but it is prudent that we be prepared for that.
0: Yeah, and I know that you've been in a lot of meetings surrounding this this week, and you talked a little bit about the social distancing aspect. And I know a lot of people have questions about that. So tell us a little bit, why is that so important, uh, even though we really haven't seen any sort of cases that we know of here in McLean County?
1: Yes. Well, you know, the CDC, uh, there's a chart in the email that we've sent out, and and it's really uh, illustrative of the fact that if we take protective measures and social distancing, meaning literally staying a distance from other people, um, is one of those measures, as is, you know, just truly the hand washing and all of the good hygiene things that come into play. With protective measures, we can avoid these huge spikes that other countries have seen in the virus's progression. Um, The virus is spreading there's there's no doubt about that but if we can avoid those spikes it allows our health systems to deal with those who will contract the virus appropriately and it also has direct implications on business continuity not just for growmark but for all of us i mean this is is truly the socially responsible thing to do right now um, that doesn't mean go completely be a hermit at this point in time. It, it just is being wise about not only travel, but keeping our, our distance from one another.
0: Yeah, in my mind, it really goes back to being a good steward and, you know, the values within this organization. And one thing I read in the Washington Post this morning is it really comes down to a question of how many doctors and nurses do we have, how many hospital beds, how many ventilators. It all goes back to really as we've talked about, flattening that curve out to be responsible um, and also prudent. So we're taking some um, precautionary measures.
1: Right. Right. Exactly right. I mean, this is the wise thing to do right now. Now we are going into our arguably our absolutely busiest season uh, to serve our customers and so if we are as healthy as we can be and if we are as prudent as we can be with taking some of these steps we're going to be there for our customers and we're going to be a healthier population so in my mind while it will create some disruption for us it's a win-win because at the core of all of this we care about our employees and we care about serving our customers and those two things are, you know, non-negotiable here. So we, it's incumbent upon us to do everything that we can, even if it upsets the apple cart. So.
0: I know there have been a lot of questions, and you asked the HR Service Center to solicit further right. questions. Right. Because, you know, I think in this situation, um, and I don't want to speak for you, but it's really about being transparent about everything that Growmark is doing. So could you uh, tell us a little bit about some of the questions that you've received?
1: Yeah, and I appreciate that. And some of them are very situationally pers- uh, Specific And so I can't answer everything directly without knowing the circumstances, but some of them have to do with definitions, like what does quarantine mean? And what does isolation mean? And I would direct people to the CDC website for those very specific definitions. Mm -hmm. But what we're effectively saying in terms of of people being able to work or ready to work is, you know, if you know that you have potentially been exposed to the disease, you need to report that and we will work Mm -hmm. with you on, on what that means for you. Um, I, I, if you have a potential exposure, the, the work from home option is there. And then when cleared, coming back to work, it makes sense. Now, um, if you've just had a cold, um, we're asking very specifically that you be fever-free for 24 hours and then symptom-free before you come back to work. Um, so a lot of the questions have been around specifically, when can I work? When can't I work? If I'm quarantined, can I do anything other than be in my house? And again, the, the point is the social distancing. So while, yeah, you can go walk your dog, but we would encourage you not to be in groups of people if you are considered quarantined, not just for work purposes, but for your own family's sake as well.
0: One of the things that we talked about uh, just before starting the podcast, what about people who have meetings either in the office or out of the office? What guidance would you give to them?
1: Yeah, right now, this is a great time to try everything virtual. You know, even if you're, if it's your normal staff meeting, if it's your whatever it happens to be, try it. Um, it's going to be a little clunky at at first. In fact, the business continuity leadership team that we've been meeting regularly here, um, we've been meeting face to face. We're going to stop doing that, and we're going to be meeting via Teams and and mm-hmm. via Teams chat. Um, the IT service desk folks are putting together some guidelines about you know some quick. Uh, if you haven't done that much, some quick steps on on how to put that together. That'll be coming out here soon, um, making sure that you can use the technology well. But the advice, Chris, to your point is don't have meetings if, if at all possible. I mean, have them virtually. Don't have face-to-face meetings, I should say.
0: Well, and I really like what you said. It's really about experimenting and seeing how we can perfect this thing as we go along here. Right,
1: and I know somebody's listening to that saying, but you don't understand, this is, the, this is my crunch time. And I would say, we do understand. Sure. But it could become a situation where we don't have options that we, mm-hmm. that we absolutely must do these things virtually. So I'd rather that we test them now and be prepared. So we appreciate the, the frustrations that might come, but, but please lean into this with us. I would say the other thing that uh, we have had some questions about, you know, we're, we're, we're a culture of a really good, solid work ethic folks, but this is a case when um, simply it's not acceptable at all to be sick at work. Um, we're gonna ask you to go home if that's, if that's visible in the workplace. So
0: we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that things are changing so quickly. Where can employees turn to for the latest updates regarding the situation?
1: Right. So we're going to be pushing emails out um, regularly. I mean, that could be, you know, multiple times a day, depending on the situation. But also, there's a tile on Employee Central. That is COVID 19, and that's where we're warehousing all of those messages. So you can go back and look at previous ones, and the most current will always be there. But in addition, there'll be links out there to the CDC website and other good science based information about the disease itself.
0: Lots of questions, and uh, if people have further questions, I know you're encouraging everybody to reach out send those questions through the hr service center. right right? the
1: hr service center is the funnel right now for all employees questions they will get them where they need to go so whether that's specific to you as an employee and your concern around on health aspects but also to the business continuity team those will feed in we will make sure that we have those those questions documented and covered we're trying to communicate with our customers very well at this time too and i just want to assure everyone that All of our facilities, retail division subs, are are working through plans as well to ensure that that business carries on to the best of our ability while people are being kept safe.
0: All right, and my last question for you, is there (laughs) anything else you wanna add?
1: I I would just say, you know, um, if anybody wants to reach out to me directly, I'm more than happy to have conversations about this. Um, I feel confident um, in our approach at this at this time. We are seeking counsel not only from our campus mates here between Country Financial and IAA, but also other ag cooperatives, and, and we're staying in the loops uh, that we can to manage this, but we don't have the sum total of information. So if people have good ideas, we're absolutely open to those as well.
0: All right, Anne. thank you so much for joining us today, speaking with us about this important topic, and thank you for joining us. Be well, and remember, we are all in this together.